You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you're interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. Do you love sci-fi, horror, and fantasy films? Then grab a badge for Otherworlds Film Festival, the country's premier sci-fi film festival. There will be Q&As, panels, parties, and mixers. Rub elbows with up-and-coming and established filmmakers, as well as like-minded filmgoers. Come celebrate our seventh year, December 3rd through 6th, at the Galaxy Highland in Austin, Texas. Badges are now for sale at otherworldsfilmfest.com. That's otherworldsfilmfest.com. Hey guys, Chris here. This is just a real quick note because you might be confused. This review is labeled for the movie Get Duped. And in fact, when we reviewed it, this movie went by a different name, which is Boys in the Wood. So you'll hear us refer to it as that instead of Get Duped. We weren't going to go back and re-record the whole thing just because of a name change. So know that when we say Boys in the Wood, what we mean is Get Duped. I don't know. I feel like a john singleton were still alive he wouldn't be that offended or maybe he would be i don't know or maybe he'd be like us and be like i don't know if i'm offended or not i have no idea what they were saying half the time i have seen movies with scottish brogues where they've subtitled it knowing that it's like okay this is really the hardest to understand accent in the universe this is not one of them that being said boys in the wood that's right wood not hood, but it's spelled with the Z for boys, is definitely one you can piece together largely what's going on most of the time. And only half the characters are completely ununderstandable, and the other half you can pretty much understand. But let's get into, first, who is here to join me for a look at this Scottish, uh, it looks like a horror film, it's not, it's more of a class comedy, but joining me on this review, I've got Trevor. Hey, how you doing everybody? Good to have you here, Trevor. I got Hunter. Howdy. Hello, Sir Hunter. And Adrian. Guess who? <laughs> this is an Amazon f- release. It originally came out South by Southwest where, man, it's so weird. Like, cause I do a lot of EOD lately. We all do, obvious, for obvious reasons. And there's so many that are like, it played at South by and it was a huge hit. I was like, I was at that South by and I don't remember hearing shit about this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I guess, you know, it's South by is pretty huge and it was probably during one of the half of the days of the entire event that I was just drunk at a party somewhere. So that one's probably on me. <laughs> the story here follows uh, a group of kids who have been brought by their teacher out to the Scottish Highlands because the three of them are bad kids. They basically set fire to a public toilet, uh, admittedly kind somewhat on accident, but they're, you know, they're, what's, are we allowed to say chav? I'm not sure. It's an English thing, so I'm not sure if that's considered to be. It's close enough to the 4th of July. I think we can get away with it. Okay, fair. Good, good to know. (laughs) Yeah, screw them and whatever they consider offensive. Anyway. (laughs) So they're they're bad, poor kids, as it were. At least this is the the vibe they give off. The the fourth one is the kid that is so good it's ridiculous. This total nerd definitely would be in trouble if he was in Staten Island right now. That's a vampire joke. And 
is there because you can actually get like a certificate for having done this thing, which is basically a unguided hike across the Scottish Highlands, which would be dangerous and unpleasant, I think, at the best of times. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, with just a map to guide them to make it to various stopping points where they meet up with a teacher. And then, yes, they basically, some kids get out of trouble. Other kids get the certificate, what have you. Teacher leaves. They set off on the way. It's quickly clear to the one good kid that the bad kids are going to be of no help whatsoever. It also becomes clear relatively quickly along this that someone is hunting people on the Scottish Highlands, whether it's all the missing posters they see, or don't see rather, but we see, or uh, the toes of a dead body sticking up out of the moss or Pete, I guess it would be, it is Scotland. And eventually somebody in the distance starts shooting at them. I'm like, what the, who, by the way, I'm just going to say is Eddie Izzard, because come on, it's half the reason I wanted to see this, because he was going to be in it. So now it's a chase. What will happen? Who is shooting at them? Why is he shooting at them? Will they get away? Will they fuck over each other in order to do it? Well, you won't know until you get on Amazon Studios when this movie drops on August 7th. We're reviewing this like way ahead of time, by the way. So let's hope that when this comes out, there's not like, I don't know, the Scottish Highlands doesn't blow up or something and make our review completely. Oh, <laughs> this is the darkest Why would you put that in the universe? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like at this point, like, I'm not entirely convinced I'm not living in that simulation. I've said that before. And if that's the case, 2020 might blow up the Highlands just to fuck with me. It's either that or there's going to be someone hunting people in the Highlands and then they're going to be able, or they're going to say, we shouldn't release this because it's way too similar to this thing that we didn't know was going to happen. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's some, it, this feels like the year, if anything, that would happen. I kept waiting because I've been sitting on the review from my, my spy for like three and a half, four months. I'm like, you know what's going to happen? It's like they're going to find out that the lead actor is like, was caught child molesting oh or something God. and then they'll never oh. release it. And I'll be like, Don't. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't put that oh, on Dave Batista. I was going to say. God. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, this is definitely, as we already said, a film that can be hard to understand at points, and that is putting it mildly. But I feel like you basically piece together what's happening. It's decidedly, although it's got the trappings of a surviving the game type action horror, it's it's kind of a class comedy with a heart of gold around it, But which isn't to say it's completely devoid of horror elements. But what did you guys think about this? I think the parts that you actually can understand pretty fucking funny this has some really funny run-on jokes uh including a lot of the side characters there are these two cops on the trail that we didn't mention uh and i feel like all their banter everything that happens with them and their little side plot is really funny i thought this movie was hilarious this was pretty definitely not a horror movie i'm not even sure exactly what to classify this but if someone wanted to put this in like a three pack with attack the block this movie and oh man i can't come up with a third movie if someone wanted to put it in a double pack with, with attack the block i think it would make sense <laughs> i kept thinking of attack the block I was too thinking when of i was attack watching the this. block surviving the game and maybe the young offenders if anybody's familiar with that one Oh, no, I'm not. Now you must tell me more later. That, that, that was that was a Fantastic Fest released from, a, I guess, several years ago now. But it's a film out of, uh, out, excuse me, out of Ireland, not Scotland. But in that one, it's uh, a couple of kids who are up to no good. And they're, they're kind of the local hoodlums. And they hear about a shipwreck on the coast where uh, a bunches of bundles of cocaine are washing up on the shore. Ooh. So they're going to hop on their bikes and journey down the coast and get themselves a brick of cocaine so they can make some money but it's this really funny but at the same time really heartfelt kind of road trip movie with these irish hooligans 
Uh, I take it back. I did actually see that. And you're right. That was really good. <laughs> I forget. There's so oh, many you. goddamn. That's very validating. There's, <laughs> well, there's there so go. many That's Fantastic Fest movies. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> yeah, this was good. It, it, it's it's the first 15 minutes I really was frustrated watching it because I'm like, God damn it. I, I'm like able to piece stuff together. But oh my God, every other sentence it seems like I'm like, wait, what? Like it, it, it's. It's like the uh, the old guy in the water boy. It's just like, oh my god, like fuck, like what the fuck did you say? But once the movie gets going and you do see the uh, the aforementioned uh, uh, body in the moss, it seems like the movie goes, okay, now we're kind of getting going. And by the end of it, I was like, you know, that that was that that was fun. The 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 uh, the, the DJ kid, uh, DJ uh, Beatroot. He was wonderful. I thought he was just so goddamn funny. And his ongoing joke about being a DJ was probably the joke that made me laugh the the, the, the most. There is a reference to one of his albums or mixtapes called uh, Cocktails that actually, actually made me spit out my beer a little bit while I was watching it. I was like, <laughs> like, oh, I was like okay, well, well played, but... The way the film is shot as uh, there's this one uh, kind of tripping sequence. And the movie does a really good job with the cinematography as the movie keeps progressing. That actually really th- did find impressive and it really kept me engaged on the parts where the where the dialogue was uh, a little difficult. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of elements this movie sets up early on that I'm like, great, it's another one of these. Uh, you know, for instance, obnoxious fucking teenagers that you don't like that we're supposed to find funny. But you're like, yeah, but they're obnoxious. And this movie finds a way to actually know that that's how you're feeling and turn it around where you start kind of feeling sorry for them and looking at like them as lovable underdogs. Or like you said, the knowing that psychedelic stuff is going to come into it and go, great, here's another tripping scene. And they make one of the most innovative, cool looking design tripping scenes I've seen in a really long time. Yeah. Or the the DJ, which is like, Jesus fucking Christ, will this joke die about like, oh, your name is bad and your music's probably bad and you think people like you, but they don't. And then it turns into the funny a single joke in the entire fucking movie Absolutely. in a, a really <laughs> adorable way this is a movie i for the first third i was like okay whatever and by the end i was like that was pretty solid you know i'm with you i hit this entirely cold i didn't i i did not follow any press on it from south by i didn't watch the i i did watch the trailer afterwards and the, the alleged trailer that they have floating around about this does not do it any service at all no. but i hit this largely cold and kind of chronicled my journey as i was taking notes i went from having fun to not really sure what I was watching to knowing what I was watching but not really sure if they were pulling it off to really liking it yeah it pays and off it, so many jokes in the last act yeah in such a huge way that you're like that was so worth it I'm I feel like I'm like pretty easy on certain movies like if, if they hit a chord with me I will usually be a fan right away and one thing that this movie does if you like Taika Waititi movies or even Edgar Wright films and you like stylish editing and like bright colors and cool shit on the screen a good soundtrack this is that type of movie this has a lot of style behind it but it never feels like let's just throw everything at the board it all feels like they're having a lot of fun with this and it feels appropriate we mentioned the the tripping scene pretty simple effects it it feels like you're watching a music video in a way but i felt like it worked every time they would do something a little out of the ordinary uh when they do the background stories of the three kids it's set up like one of those edgar wright quick montages and i found every time they did something like that very very effective and really funny too if anyone wants to hop Somebody off of that, I was, 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 was kind of like, yeah, I'm just going to think about that. The, the for thing a I think I did find um, 
very interesting about about the film is that it does have those horror uh, tropes, and even the way it's shot has that horror aspect to it. But when the jokes are hitting, uh, and, and I and I'm kind of right there with you, Chris. I thought the first third, I was kind of like, all right, what are we doing here? But once it picks up, it really does pick up, and it has one of my favorite references with a van that I think I've <laughs> like that that. In punchline, I was like, "Wow, son of a bitch, well played!" Like it that that made it actually go up like half a point for me because I was laughing so hard at at that thing uh, in in particular. Um, it's a little reminiscent of Hot Fuzz as far as kind of the whole village aspect. Um, it doesn't get that violent, which I mean that would have been cool, but what you gonna do? Um, <laughs> but the camaraderie between the group as the film does go on, it does get stronger. There is a scene where this one character gets covered in moss that I thought was one of the funniest fucking things in the whole movie because it just kind of comes from nowhere and it's such a dick thing in the moment but the way they brought it back I was like okay you know what that, that was good I think not watching the trailer first because I I'm uh, I, I can't remember who mentioned it but I didn't watch the trailer either not knowing what you're going into I think benefits the movie quite a bit because if you do go ahead and maybe talk to people about it, you might have expectations of it being one thing, and then when you don't get that, you might go, you might be a little disappointed. So I would actually really recommend people go in cold to this and just really give it a fair shake. And remember, it is good. it does get off to a slow start, setting itself up to be something that it actually isn't. Yeah. Well, and if I do have one criticism of this movie, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, if I were to watch this movie going in... I want to see this as an Eddie Izzard fan, I think I'd be a little disappointed. Like, I wish they would have given him more to do, and that's probably my lone complaint about the film. Yeah, he is barely in the film. I mean, he is a, a supplemental plot character that's important to it going along, but only has a few scenes at all in here. And they're not spectacular, huge, like, written moments the way you expect when you have an actor like Azard who's known for his dialogue delivery and his intelligence. You think they, especially with a character who's kind of intellectually arrogant, you'd think they would play with that more, give him a really solid monologue. But I was kind of surprised he's given short shrift here. Yeah, which, which I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of his, so... So when I saw he was in the cast, I was like, oh, shit, okay. And then by the end, I was kind of like, oh, well, yeah, he was important. Like, it, it's not, calling it a cameo, I think it's a little unfair, but it's very much a glorified one. It, it, it's important what he does, but I could always use more Eddie Izzard, so. Yeah, you know. yeah, I'll take all you can give me. <laughs> right. uh, well, let's go to final thoughts, partially just because. Honestly, I, I feel like we go much further. We're going to start spoiling really fun moments for people to discover on their own. And I would rather them just kind of like it, like uh, Trevor said, you should go into this as cold as you can and just know this is a sweet, fun, not completely wildly innovative or anything, but nice little movie that I think is going to be enjoyable. And, and I would hate to ruin those little surprises for you. So let's start off with Hunter. Hunter, what do you think? Yeah. You know, as we mentioned, uh, so, uh, oh, I want to mention this real quick. Uh, Nini Doff was the writer and the director on this. Uh, thought they did a good job. I, I, I really I, I really enjoyed this. The hip-hop elements, being a big hip-hop fan, when DJ Beatroot actually does rap a little bit, he's surprisingly good at it, kind of like in that Lonely Island way. It's like, okay, this is funny, but it works for what, uh, for what the movie's trying to go ahead and portray. Yeah, the first third, it's a little slow, more Eddie Izzard, not a perfect film, but uh, this is something I definitely tell people to go ahead and seek out when it does come out. So I'll give it, ooh, eight hands that were cut off in order to make a sword out of ten. Adrian? 
Hey, I thought this was pretty hilarious, but it's not at all a perfect film. What is, right, Eddie Izzard? Honestly, the whole horror element of this movie could have been replaced with something else. It could have been a movie about the kids just having to survive the highlands and we try to watch his nature walk, because it would probably be just as funny. The, all the horror elements kind of felt like it was just leading up to a punchline, which I did like, but still. But as a comedy, this is, I think this is pretty solid. Now, I don't want to count this against it, but... I will definitely be watching this with subtitles once it comes out on Amazon. But I definitely do recommend watching it. I, there is a few stuff that bothers me. Like, I, I know you're supposed to suspend your disbelief. But there are multiple times in this movie where you, you could just kill these kids if you really wanted to. And for plot convenience, the, the villains don't. Um, and I found that pretty annoying. But aside from that, I, this is a really funny movie. If you like, like I mentioned, Edgar Wright films and Taika Waititi films. This kind of feels like a little mix of both plus it has run the jewels vince staples and danny brown on the soundtrack what's not to like i give this a solid four propane tank bombs out of five trevor for me this is a perfect quarantine watch it's nothing that's going to nail your hair to the wall but it is a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to watch it's a lot of fun to just kind of open up and discover if that's the kind of thing you're down for i would also recommend like i said young offenders which i believe is currently on netflix and also i am a a big supporter for eddie azard's audiobook autobiography which is just phenomenal it has helped me get through this whole quarantine thing it's just it's like a, a slice of comfort food i did not even know that was a thing now I yeah am it's amazing googling <laughs> So uh, between that and this, and that's what this is, is just a nice little slice of comfort food. It's it's a familiar trope. It's a series of familiar tropes that are done in a weird enough and fun enough way that they're entertaining. And most of all, the characters are charismatic. They're well played. They're characters that, like you said, they're very annoying when we start off the movie. We're not sure if we're going to be able to sit with them for the full 90 minutes. But by the end of this movie, I am in love with every single one of them. On the uh, granular scale, I would give it four DJ Beatroot mix CDs out of five. Fair. You know, this is a debut by the writer-director, who Hunter mentioned his name earlier, Ninian Doff, uh, considering he's only done music videos and some short films before. And it is definitely a bit of an overcautious, but pretty striking debut, as it were. I kept watching it going, I feel like you're playing it a little too safe here with a film that you have set up so many strong character elements here that you could go a lot wilder and get away with it. But, like we said, it is his debut, and it makes this guy somebody to keep your eyes on, for sure. This is a movie I could easily see myself coming back to, or even wanting to own, whereas it's not reinventing the wheel by any stretch of the imagination. It is charming, it's fun, it provides some big laughs. It does, the, the, the one thing I'd say it does really originally is the, the tripping scene does some stuff with effects that's a different take on people tripping than I have seen before that is in and of itself a pretty funny and electronic music-based variant <laughs> of trying to show it. I thought it was kind of neato. I really enjoyed yeah. it. All the stuff that is music surrounded in here, unsurprising, this guy's done a lot of music videos, but all the stuff that integrates music in here is exceptionally well done. Uh, I think this guy should do a musical, is what I kept thinking, because he seems like he's he would be automatically good at it. I liked it. Wasn't totally in love with it, but I do recommend it, and I know people who are going to fall head over heels for this. I'm going to give this 7 out of 10 really trippy rabbit turds. Nice. <laughs> Tell you though, man, that was the hardest part to watch of the whole thing. I'm like, no, don't put that in your mouth. What are you doing? Oh, 